Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Sean T, and today we are going to enhance your ability to believe in your consistency when it comes to your results and your sustainability. A lot of times when we talk about weight loss or nutrition or even getting that new job, and you finally reach that moment of oh my gosh, I made it. Some people think that's the finish line, but today we're going to really dive into how you sustain your results and your feeling and your life and your job and your fitness and all of that with such an amazing guest. Now, this guest has been on our show before, and I love this because it is like a check-in. You know, Sabrina, the lovely Sabrina Matillo, has been on the show before And she spoke a lot about her weight loss journey. But today, we're going to go beyond that and talk about, you know, what you've been doing since then. But most importantly, I call you the consistency hub because, as we know, sustainability and consistency go hand in hand. So the floor is yours, sis. They want to hear from you. Well, hi. (laughs) Thank you for having me back. Of course. Gosh, what has happened since we last spoke? Well, the world imploded and then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Literally right after our Literally. last episode. So you guys have to go back and listen to, it was a Get Lit episode in the year of 2020. Literally right before the, yeah. the world in January 2020, and we had this great conversation about my 100 pounds weight loss journey and what that had looked like and all the ugliness that came with it, because it was a very ugly win for me. And since then... From the outside looking in, you may not think that very much has changed because it's still 100 pounds down, maybe a little bit more than that. But there's so much that has changed internally to help maintain that and also to have me be here with you again today. (laughs) Um, There's a lot that has happened. And I think that's the key to being consistent in your process is seeing beyond just the weight loss goal because your life doesn't stop just when you, you know, see that number appear on the scale. There's yeah. so much more that life has to I offer. think that's really kind of the thing. And like what I was saying is, you know, and I want to really get into how you have been able to stay that consistent. And I think actually it goes beyond consistent. It kind of goes into what I was actually talking about when I was teaching on the bike today. Mm-hmm. 
it was being able to communicate with yourself, building commitment, obviously, and then having the confidence to continue to push forward. And so as a motivator, you know, I know I'm a tool for people to be out there either with their fitness or they need a little motivation or they need a little, you know, they need the the key and the, spice. The, the ability and permission to be a little ratchet and mm-hmm, be who they are. Mm-hmm. But, and we always say like, you know, take action. You can hear all these like amazing affirmations from all these different people mm-hmm. who are motivators, but you're actually living it. So like, give me the step-by-step process. I think it's more of like, what do you do when you wake up every day to have this life of, well, I should say you should, you're continually going down this road yeah. of consistency for you to stay on point, for you not to fall off the wagon, you know, if you will. Yeah. I mean, I've built up some incredible routines for myself because I've really found that I have to lean into my emotional intelligence and continue to develop my emotional intelligence because I have a history of not treating myself very kindly, not speaking to myself very kindly, and I can easily fall back into that and still do. And so becoming more emotionally intelligent through this process has been really important for me. And what I mean by that is being able to effectively manage how I respond to my own emotions. So if I'm having a bad day or if something goes wrong, or if I feel a certain way, still being able to show up and do the things necessary rather than doing what my emotions tell me I should do. You know, like when you wake up and you're just like, screw it. I'm just going to sit on the couch and eat Cheetos and watch Netflix because I had a fight with my husband. It's like, okay, great. But is that really the thing that's going to make you feel better? Yeah. And so it's been able to manage the emotions that come up and take the action in the direction of the life that I want to live anyway, regardless of how I feel in the moment, but then managing how I respond to the emotions of other people too. Mm. You know, like if it's easy to be, you know, we get up and we're like, Oh, this, I'm having such a great day. And then you walk in, to a work environment and somebody looks at you a certain way or your boss says something and it's like, well, damn, like the day is shot to hell. Why? Because yeah. of somebody else. So it's been able to effectively manage how you respond to the emotions and the actions of other people too. And I think when you can cultivate those two aspects of that, it sets you up for being able to show up and do the things anyway, regardless of how you feel in the moment. And I think that's the key to consistency is not following your emotion. It's following your plan. Mm, Yeah. I think that's really good because I'm literally dealing with that in this very moment as we speak in real life. You know, I feel like people, and maybe I'm going somewhere else, but this is where the conversation is mm-hmm. going to go. I just feel like people overstep their boundaries like way too much. And so you get stuck in this place of like, you know, my emotions take over and I'm really good at being like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to like keep a positive attitude. I'm going to spend this time. I'm going to do this. But it definitely ruins my day because I just feel like there's a lack of respect mm-hmm. and when I do tell people, I'm like, it's disrespectful. Like they just don't get it because they're so self-centered and they have like their one, one track mind Mm. for some reason, in some way though, I'm always able to turn it into a positive, Mm. but I'm just going to be honest. And I know people struggle with this, whether it's in a weight loss or things you talk about, like, sometimes I don't want to, sometimes I I literally want to cuss people out. Like I literally want to be like, what the is wrong with you? And like, why aren't you 
acknowledging the fact that your actions are negatively impeding on somebody else's when, you know, you don't need to be like that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm using this as a too, venting session. No, it's good. Because, because I'm few, loving this. Too few people, like, walk through the world trying to see somebody else's map of the world, right? We're all trapped in our own perspective and view of how things should be, how people should behave, and all of those shoulds. We very rarely understand how our actions affect somebody else, right. especially on an emotional level. And it's funny because I'm going to quote your father-in-law to you, but Bill said something in a call that I was had the privilege to be on a few years ago. He said, we can feel it, but we don't have to keep it. Mm. And that has always stuck with me because yeah, I'm an empath and I'm a deep feeler and I've always been wrong for feeling that way from certain people in my life, relationships I've exactly. had. And I'm I'm not ashamed of that because it makes me who I am and it and I mean, I think I'm pretty great when it comes to that side of things, but I have to remind myself, yeah, I can feel these things coming from these people, but I don't have to keep it. It doesn't have to be the thing that ruins my day. You know, was it a bad day or was it a bad five minutes that you milked? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's like one of those things where, you know, I always find a way. I think I've been a master at being able to to find my endorphin release or like, you know, that adrenaline release that I need to kind of get through things. But yeah, it's like I still have a hard time. I don't make it last forever. Like, I give myself a time limit. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, okay, snap out of it. But, right. And I think people deal with this with themselves. I think I read a quote the other day that says, like, the hardest part of your job is not the skill you need. It's the people you work with. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, that's really the hardest part. Like, being able to manage relationships like that. But with that said, I think I still have a really tough time of, like... I think you said right before the podcast, you're like, if it interrupts your peace, it's too expensive mm-hmm. or something like that. I feel like managing that. And when people are like, again, on their weight loss journey, you know, how do you let these people, cause like, this is like very synonymous with, I ate that bad meal. And now like, let me just go and eat. And fuck it. Like, I'm just going to like yeah. for the rest of the day. And then like, oh my gosh, I skipped the gym. And so now I'm just going to like, But I think like what you're saying also applies, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't have to ruin, you know, Mm -hmm. that day. So what do you do in those moments where, or do you have those moments where you're like, okay, this is a trigger, like this can really take me downhill. Mm -hmm. What do you do in those moments? Gosh, uh, it's a really great question because it actually ties back to what we talked about in our last conversation of the three things that I do to kind of be on this journey continuously and Number one was identify my bullshit, right? Like, what is it about this thing that makes me think it's okay to respond in this way? Like, what is it that I've attached comfort to that will make me engage in a, a destructive behavior? So for me, I'm, I'm an emotional eater. I've managed to figure out what that looks like and manage it effectively, but I still get that you know, if something happens or I'm feeling a certain way, I my instant um, instinct is to eat, eat yes. my emotions, yes, right? Yes. So in those moments, it's like, okay, what is it about food that you've tied comfort to even when ultimately it makes you the most uncomfortable ever? <laughs> yeah. It feels awful to walk around in your skin and not 
feel good. It, it just doesn't feel great, right? But we have that instant gratification thing, mm. you know? So it's identifying, like being able to look at what it is that's in front of me and say, okay, like stop with the BS, Sabrina, like <laughs> stop it. Yeah. You know, and having that, I think it's that emotional intelligence that gives you the space to have that internal conversation with yourself almost. Yeah. I call the the bitch that lives inside my head. Her <laughs> name's Patrice. Wait, she- <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I need to, you know what? Listen, have I met Patrice yet? No, because she <laughs> she does her thing all in there. Oh my gosh, this is brilliant. Okay, tell me yeah. more about her. She <laughs> is obnoxious and she's rude and she is she's just the worst parts of me, mm. you know? Like that version of yourself that, who the f- do you think you are? What, ha- what makes you think you can do that? See, I told you she's that person. Yeah, she's she, negative Nelly. She's the negative Cruella. <laughs> on steroids you know so I call her Patrice and it's actually like people think I'm crazy my husband thinks I'm insane no he doesn't he loves you I can tell (laughs) but when I recognize her getting loud and she starts with her bullshit it, it helps to have that separation of this isn't me this is like my limiting beliefs, this is past traumas, this is past Mm. BS, to be able to say, yo, Patrice, not today, we're not doing this, you know, and to be able to call her out, and then I can step into, like, the version of me that I I strive to be, she can step into into the power and walk, walk that day. I love the honesty of that, because... Again, I I kind of despise, I hate when people say, like, call me a stand-up guy mm-hmm. because I know that I have Shantae. So my, my the bitch inside of my head, his name is Shantae, okay? <laughs> because, like, I still struggle. Like, I still, like, have these moments. I think that it's just, like, being able to have more control over the emotion, you know? Because even just talking about, like, the thing that pissed me off before we started recording mm-hmm. this, I'm like, okay. Like, Shantae, calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Just, like, get this done or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I have conversations with myself in the mirror. But now, like, I want me and Shantae to go for it. Yeah. So people out there, <laughs> listen, find the bitch inside your head and shut that bitch up. Okay? Like, that's just <laughs> really what it is. it helps to give her a name <laughs> or him a name. It does. It helps because it gives that separation. Like, this is not me. But I love it because it, it really also defines, like, perfectionist temporary changes constantly because it is literally an ebb and flow of, like, for me, I have my fitness 100% under control. Like, if there's one thing about, like, wellness, like, my fitness is 100% under control. But... For me, it's still, which is why I go to therapy all the time. It is that emotion. You know, I was talking to my therapist a couple of weeks ago. It's like, damn, I need to tell him about Shantae. Like, we are going to have a conversation about her. I don't know if mine is her. I think I think Shantae is non-binary. I don't want to give. I don't want to <laughs> give. I don't give them a gender. Their pronouns are them. Because sometimes I'm like, girl, calm down. You know? Yeah. But I think that. It's going to be a good conversation to have my therapist because he was telling me, you know, I I think you do too, if I'm correct, like the anxiety suffering, Mm -hmm. you know, and how anxiety can really literally like stifle your entire day, can stifle your process. It could be the thing that halts you and, you know, momentum that you have. And so maybe Shantae is a part of like that anxiety 
bubble as well. Yeah. And I think it's helpful to like separate as much as possible. Like some people go down the school of trying to integrate versions of yourself because we need to accept ourselves as whole. And for that, there's space for that argument. But when it comes to that version of yourself or those parts of yourself being destructive and showing up in destructive ways in your life, it's helpful to separate. Like I don't say I have anxiety. I say I walk with anxiety because then it's like, okay, anxiety, there you are, I see you. We're not holding hands right now, though. You can walk over there. I'm going to take this path over here and we can go about our business, you know? (laughs) Like it gives us the ability to just walk in our I call it my in-demand energy because I, I want to manifest that, that I'm in demand, that I'm, I'm walking my path, that I'm doing the right things for me and my ultimate like being and how I want to show up in the world. So I want to walk in that energy as much as possible. And the key to consistency, I think, is not do, having that be 100%, but having you show up that way more often than you don't. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like we were talking about being the modifier for this program and it's not about going hard and fast 100% of the time and then needing to take three months off because you burnt yourself the fuck out like (laughs) find a place where you start to start to feel tired and you know what people say instead of um, rest don't quit right Mm. learn how to bend so you don't break it's like take the time when you need it to calm down a little bit so that you can continue to go rather than stop and then expect to be able to pick back up where you left off because now you've got a, all your momentum. You have to rebuild, right? Right. And I think that's that's the key is being able to find those moments where you can slow down maybe a little bit, but you're still taking those steps forward. Cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I don't know if I mentioned it, but Sabrina is the modifier for the new T25 Delta. And, you know, as so many times when people have a modifier in a workout program, it like I feel like people feel like they have to, somebody has to look this part, like look like a modifier or look like this or like act like this or the modifier is for somebody who can't do it. And I make it a, I made it a really strong point for people to look at you to be like, no, she's your lifeline. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe you have an injury. You don't have range of motion. Maybe you are a beginner exerciser. Maybe you've been exercising for a long time and maybe like your cardiovascular level is not where you need to be. You're not a modifier f- for people to be like, oh, okay, well, you, you know what I'm saying? This like, you can't do way. it. Yeah, no, this is like. There's nothing gentle no. about this program, people. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's gone for it. <laughs> but it also, you know, you in that role and, and the things you were just saying also makes me realize that 100% is so f- overrated. Like, you know, I look at my relationship with Scott. I know for a fact, like, I'll never not be with him, right? Like, I, we're going to be married forever. He doesn't have a choice, bitch. <laughs> or Shantae's really going to come out. No. But, you know, <laughs> but I say all that to say, you know, we have an incredible relationship. It's not 100% great all the time. I have a, you know, I'm doing really well in my fitness, but it's not 100% all the time. Like, I have a really great career. 
it's not a hundred percent great all the time, you know? And so I think that, but that's what people expect it to be like though. Right. Right. Like I find this in, in being in the space that I'm in, where I get to empower other women in their um, health journeys that and, when it's, and men, she empowers me too. She just doesn't know it every single day. But anyway, go ahead. But go ahead for your women. I'm all about empowering women. Most of my <laughs> most of my community is women. I love y'all. But go ahead. Um, <laughs> when it stops feeling good, that's when they quit. Mm. Right? When it stops being convenient, when it stops being easy, when it stops being the thing they want to do the most, that's when they quit. And that, I think that's what happens with people in life in general, not just in fitness. Any, anything you pursue that you want to change, transform, go after in your life, people give up when it stops feeling good. It's not going to feel good all the time. And in fact, when it, I always think about your one-liners in workouts that stick with me. And one of my favorites is the work doesn't begin until you get tired. Mm. I always think about that in those moments where I'm literally like sitting on the couch working and you just, you know, when you get that wave of emotion where you're like, I'm tired, I'm done. I'm so over it. And you just want to cry. I think to myself there, Sabrina, this is where the work begins. So you either lean in and get your shit done that you need to get done, or you stop saying that this is what you want to do and you bounce and you, and you decide to settle in your life. No, I made a decision a few years ago that I was not going to settle for less than I'm capable of, and I'm not going to live a life that's less than I want. And does that mean that there's a lot of hard shit that I have to walk through? Yeah, 100%. I was, it's funny because I was, um, last Tuesday was the first day that I wore shorts on set, and I am like... Me wearing shorts in public is is not something that I do. Oh but my gosh, I didn't even someone, notice. Yes, I'm like, someone, you look bomb in those shorts. Someone suggested it and I was like, well, shit, let's do all the scary things. Let's just do all the scary things. So I wore the shorts. I saw some pictures afterwards and I was like, should not have done that scary thing. Like, you know, I, I had that moment where I was, Patrice, she was like, see, told you not to wear those shorts. Look at you, the cellulite and the loose skin and the this and the this. Oh my and gosh. I had a really bad, like emotional response to that. And then I spoke to my girlfriend. She taught me off the ledge and I I sat with myself and I was like, listen, you said that you were willing to feel any emotion on the way to achieving your dreams and your goals. Here you are, bitch. Here's here's the emotion. (laughs) Now, either you're going to run or you're going to lean in and just get over it and go after the next thing. So we always have those moments of decision that we're faced with. And it's all part of the process. It's not going to feel good all the time. And you have to be okay with that. It's so interesting because like, (laughs) you know, we all view ourselves in like such a lot. And I'm looking at you like, girl, you look good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, now I'm obviously sensitive to it, but I'm like, I'm not worried about your cellulite. Like, I don't even see that you have cellulite. I'm like, I'm like, Sabrina looks great. Okay, cool. Like, (laughs) I know she's, I mean, you're back there killing the game. You know what I mean? It's, It's just interesting Two, which is the other thing, you know, people see strength, but they don't understand the depth of the strength. You know what I mean? And I think that people need to, like you said, lean into that about themselves as well when the going gets tough. And it also filters into that being 100%. You know, you like literally don't have to be as strong as you want yourself to portray yourself to be. Meaning, Let's take reality TV, for instance. Mm. Reality TV is messy. You know, the producers want drama. 
And, you know, you take something like reality TV or Judge Judy or Mari Povich. These were some of the most longest running high, like money producing, you know, 30 minute, hour minute shows of all time. Why? Because people were able to look into other people's drama. I mean, I kind of know why the drama feels good. It like it releases an endorphin or whatever. But at the same time, you look at that, but you don't want that for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to look on the outside and look mm -hmm. at other people's stuff mm -hmm. instead of being like, you know, what, let me control what I can control with my own. Mm -hmm. For people to be able to have depth, they have to be able to, you know, go and to talk to their Patrice or their Shantae. And like, and my main point to that is when you're in this journey, fitness, nutrition, marriage, or whatever, like you have to understand like those layers. Is it very similar to the plateaus that I talk about mm -hmm. in, in my work? When I'm on the bike, a couple workouts, I know there was one particular where I talked about the plateau. Like people are just so afraid. I mean, I'm sure you're way to your hundred pound weight loss. Like you reached a number that you're just like, I can't get past 85 pounds. Mm -hmm. And you're like, most people are throwing a towel there instead of being like, okay, let me look a little deeper, not dig deeper. Because obviously we know you need to do that. Let me look a little deep. What's stopping me? What do I have to change? You know, or maybe I just need to sit here for a second and realize that like perfection is temporary. Change is constant. You know what I mean? Like you can still change in a place where you find balance in that plateau or whatever. Yeah. And then you said something else that reminded me of when I'm teaching on the bike and the work doesn't begin until you get tired. And there's this sounds like really negative now that I'm training in heavier lifting and I'm like trying to get bigger which is very very tough you know my both my trainer and my coach are like find the dark place mm -hmm. and at first I'm like no like I want light I want joy and there is something really incredible about finding the dark place and I get it when I'm on that bike and I talk about exercise integrity mm -hmm. because I realize that on the bike I could be like your cadence is at a 60, you're on a climb. I want you at an eight and a half exertion level up between one and 10. And you can literally fake yourself and be at a three, or you can be like, I'm going to push myself to be at the eight and a half. And I just feel like if people can find that eight and a half, if they can have that integrity of like, yes, I'm going to push to where it's really hard. That's what I mean. You know, when the, yeah. the work doesn't begin until you get tired. So my question to you is for the women you motivate and empower and you interact with, is there like a common theme of a point at which they give up? Is it, you know, is it relationship? Is it their, like their busy lives? Like what is the thing that usually you, you feel like that common denominator is for people to just kind of like throw in a towel? I think people are afraid of the work. Mm. They get to a point where either it's a plateau or they start recognizing where there's the dark place inside of them and they're not willing to go there. And they're like, okay, this it isn't worth my piece. Like we said, mm -hmm. if it steals your piece, it's too expensive. They see that such negativity with going, working through whatever it is they need to work through that it's more comfortable to stay uncomfortable in, in their own bodies. But try not to get emotional. The key to my success in my journey and how it continues to evolve is I recognize where it is that I hold myself back. And I know that if I don't 
push through these emotions, these blockages, these things about that I believe about myself, the things that Patrice says over and over again, she's mm-hmm. super loud and obnoxious about. If I don't continue to find evidence to refute that, then like, I know what that life looks like. I know what that looks like. It looks like my marriage would end because that's where we were on the brink of before. Eating disorder right around the corner for me again. Thank you very much. Destructive relationships being um, emotionally abused by the people in my life because I allow that. Mm. You know, that's what lives on the other side of not being willing to say, okay, yes, it's hard to walk through this right now. It's hard to see those images of myself in shorts and, and continue to put myself out there. It's hard to put something on my social media that somebody says some shit about. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. Okay, like, yeah, maybe I bit off more than I can chew. But now that I've bitten it off, let me chew that shit up and keep moving forward. Like, yeah. what's the option? What's the option? We can't continue to settle for okay. Like, when people say, oh, I'm doing okay, I'm like, but you okay with that? <laughs> like, yeah. No. I actually told my friend today, I said, you know, I don't want to tell you what to do with your life. And I was trying to tell her in a way that she's being very, she's like settling for less. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, mental real estate is really expensive. It's like so expensive, it's priceless. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you don't have to make a drastic change, but you need to like, open up a plot of land that's not taken up by somebody else's negativity in your headspace, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's why I totally agree. It's like, okay, like you bit it off, like start to chew, you know? And it sounds harsh, but I do want to give people, because the one thing I don't want to sound like, and, I'm, and I, you don't sound like this. The one thing I don't want to sound like to people out there is like, well, I did it, so I know you can do it. Mm-hmm. Because I actually don't know if you can. Mm-hmm. And there are people out there who have been, you know, addicted to drugs or, you know, alcoholism, you know, like the, the sickness of addiction mm-hmm. is like very overpowering. I think everybody is capable, but I don't think everyone has the support mm-hmm. because it's hard to go at that alone. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is like, the first step is recognizing that you bit off more than you can chew. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, if you chop away just a little bit, it's like chopping away just a little bit. I, I think that even in my journey of like bodybuilding, I just think like, wow, in five days it will be a year and how much my body has changed in a year and how patient I had to be. Mm-hmm. And it was one, literally one rep at a time, one workout at a time, Mm -hmm. one 20-minute cardio session at a time. And now that I look back, I'm so happy that I didn't get these results in 30 days because I wouldn't appreciate it as much. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a place right now where it's really tough and you feel like, oh my gosh, like it just feels so far away, like just chew like Sabrina said, just chew a little bit at a time and you'll start to open up and like feel that peace. It's literally one choice at a time. And I say that to my people all the time. It's one choice, your next choice. 
adds on to all the choices that you've made previously to create your success story, whatever that looks like. Like nobody gets to their end goal or crosses their finish line, whatever that looks like, because of that last step. Mm-hmm. We all kind of congratulate the last step because it's the one that we can see. But being able to get to that has taken choice after choice after step after step after decision after decision. And they all matter. They all come together to form your success story. So it literally is one choice at a time. And I I talk to my community a lot. And I, again, I say about separating different parts of my personality, but the one that can speak in that kind of like, get your shit together, I call her straight talk, Sabrina, because (laughs) usually I'm very like, let me hold your hand through this and we'll get through it together. But sometimes you can feel it when somebody just needs to that kind of like fix up, look sharp, like let's get it together. And one of the I I love quotes and metaphors and things like that, but there was a quote that stuck out to me and it said, I have never met somebody who has changed their life that didn't get real about their own bullshit. Mm. We're the ones that hold ourselves back. I'm reading a book right now. It's called The Mountain Is You. And it's, it's talking about all the things that we think are obstacles in our lives, like that person or that situation or that circumstance or that struggle. And we put all the impetus out there It's like, no, you're the mountain in your life. You're the one that's in the way because of the meaning you attach to that interaction or what you think about that person or what you make that situation mean. Yeah. We're the ones. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And it was something else I wanted to bring up, which is, it is proof that you are very consistent. Every day I walk in to the dressing room, you're sitting on the couch and you're reading. Like that is like magnificent. <laughs> well, now we're three weeks in. So obviously you've, you found a little bit of, uh, probably a lot of comfort. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're doing fantastic. <laughs> but I still found it to be really amazing. Like every day I walk in, 7.15, you're reading a book. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Patrice is really loud and obnoxious, <laughs> especially in situations that I'm unfamiliar with. So I literally have to drown her out. And how I do that is by reading or listening to things that make what she says, like, negatory, mm-hmm. you know? So I read a lot of books. I read, listen to a lot of podcasts, audiobooks. I listen to music that makes me, you know, like... The music that just makes you just be like, yes. Yes, 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 um, yes. And all of that is part of my daily routine, day in, day out. And through some seasons, I 
do like a lot and other seasons it's I catch 15 20 minutes here and there wherever I can but every day without fail I'm reading or listening to something that tells me a different story that feeds the version of myself that I want to be because that that's part of my consistency you know like I can work out like you said all the hours that God sends quite happy to do that I love it (laughs) my nutrition has been an ongoing battle I'm in a really good space with that now um and doing reading or listening to something for my own growth these are all the things that make me consistent because it's not it's not just about hashtag nailing your workouts like any most of us can do that Mm -hmm. right it's what are you doing in the other 23 hours of your day every day? Because that's what's going to matter. That's what's going to truly dictate the direction that your life takes. So you mentioned earlier about an empath. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, they don't really understand what that is. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to define that for them. But today, when I was standing at the mirror, you were like, are you having body image issues today? Like you just like felt this thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I just don't like the way they like, you know, <laughs> you know, I was there. Talk about that and how that makes you a good leader in your mm-hmm. community. Like, cause I think that like being an empowering person to women, you have to pay really close attention to what you do, or you have to have like an incredible amount of empathy mm-hmm which I think helps your empathicness. So tell me about how you utilize that to really empower the people around you. And in addition to that, how can they find you and be a part of your community? Well, I think it's because of the shit show that my journey has been, you know? (laughs) Um, Most people on the path to, well, I can't say most people, I would assume um, most people on the path to a big weight loss goal don't do it in a very destructive way. Um, but because of the nature of how I got there and how I've had to kind of reshape what being healthy actually looks like for me, it's been a shit show. So I think I'm empathetic in a way that I, I can feel where they're at because I attract a lot of people that have a lot of weight to lose because, you know, it's a, I think it's quite a natural thing. Um, so because I've been there, I can, I literally feel it and I remember what it was like. And I, I'm still there in the struggle with, you know, dealing with my Patrice and all those things. I'm still right there. It's not like I cross my finish line and it's like, huh, yeah, you bitches come and join me over here when you're <laughs> yeah. ready. You know, like I'm still in it every day, but then I think being able to connect with other people, I'm just interested in other humans. I'm really like concerned with the human in people, not what you present to the world, not the body you walk in or whatever, but who you actually are. Because especially with people that struggle with how they show up in the world, whether that's their weight, their size, their whatever, who you are is what is the most beautiful thing that you could ever portray. And too many people hide that because of what vessel they're walking around in. And what other people want them to be and what what will make other people comfortable because last week or two weeks ago now we've been together for three weeks or four weeks now you know it meant a lot when you said you know I've always like loved Sean T but like the minute you started really you told me the minute I started really like being who I was and like just showing more sides of me that's when you really you know kind of like not I mean I know you always appreciated me but I appreciated that Mm -hmm. because you know 
the the box trap is the most annoying thing to me when it comes to this human experience. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want as well. Like I want people to just experience life as through your lens and through mm -hmm. your experience, which is one of the reasons why I hate when people have kids and they expect their kid to be, you know, be the lawyer, be the doctor, be the same exact religion as them. You know, I'm like, I look at Silas and Sandra and I'm like, I have, I'm literally excited. Like my kid, I walk in here today and he has a butterfly mask on and a butterfly cape. And he's like, Papa, I'm Sandra the butterfly. And I'm like, yes, you tell are. You are, <laughs> you are. I just love it. And, you know, and I'm like, well, where do butterflies come from? And he's like, you know, a caterpillar. And then they go on a cocoon and like, you know, and so, and I look at that and I'm like, there's a parent out there who would look at their, their boy child who is like this purple butterfly and it would be like, well, you know, like you should get something a little more like, and I'm just like, I look at him, I'm like, oh my gosh, like the freedom that he feels to like express that. And that's what I want for people. I love that for people. I think it's yeah. so wonderful to be able to experience that. And I'm, I don't know, we can't change everybody, but you know, for people out there who want to listen and like, I know Sabrina and myself, we will accept you for exactly who you are and what you want to be through your lens mm -hmm. in this life. So I always say, sorry to interrupt you, no. but it's not about, you know, talking about this from like a weight loss perspective or whatever it is that you're wanting to transform health wise. It's not about the weight. It's about the life that that weight is stealing from you mm. because being in that body where you're not showing up as vibrantly as you could, where you're responding to people in a negative way because you're tired or you're frustrated or you feel defeated or whatever because of how you view yourself through your body like that isn't giving you the life that you were built for that's not what you were created for you're missing out on opportunities and relationships and experiences and connection being in that space so when, and I think this may help some people when you're thinking about how hard the struggle is to, to lose the weight or whatever, let it stop being about the weight. Mm -hmm. Let it be about the life that you want to live, you know? And I think that for me anyway, that's the thing that adds to my ability to be consistent. It's like, I'm obsessed with who I'm becoming and who like the version of myself that I'm like, can you imagine that she, she's not even at her best yet? You know, like, what is that going to look like? I'm obsessed with finding that out. And so I'm not going to continue to engage in the bullshit that keeps me stuck. Sabrina, thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing else to say. I don't even have to ask you what does trust and believe mean to you because like you really do. Oh, you answered it before, but also, you know, you are the trust vessel, the belief vessel mm -hmm. and Thank you so much for being a part of T25 Deck. So people who tell me. love you as a modifier. So um, or I should say the consistency hub slash lifeline. Mm -hmm. She will save your life lots of times <laughs> during this workout. Yeah, and we have a few more days together, and yes. I can't wait until the program releases. But more importantly, can you tell them how to find you on social media and to become a part of your community? Absolutely. So you can find me on underscore inspire Sabrina on Instagram. It's Sabrina Militello on Facebook, and those are the two places I generally hang out. So if you come and slide into those DMs, you know, I'll, we'll be able to connect. <laughs> I pronounced your last name wrong in the beginning. That's okay. Everyone does. Sorry. There's too many L's and I's. I and really don't want to be that person. And <laughs> <laughs>
pronounces her name wrong, but I did it. But she's the inspirer for me, the inspirer, Sabrina. Thank you. Thank you. Oh.